Do you remember when Ben said your body is a wonder wall? All right, we are live. We are live, L-I-V. But daddy's so, there's a thin There's a thin <laughs> hey, line Mom. between order and chaos, and Dog Days Podcast is that line. Yes, it is. Bro, it's crazy. Like, if you fast forward five years from now, like, we're probably going to be the number one podcast on (laughs) Starting so small. I I think Joe Rogan started doing podcasts in like 2006 or something when, like, when, like, fucking, we still. Computers didn't even exist. Yeah, computers didn't even exist. Like, we still use, like, flip phones, I'm pretty sure, in 2006. And, like, he was already doing fucking podcasts. Like, it took him, like, 14 years to get to the top of his, like, field. Everyone was like, hop on RuneScape. And Joe Rogan was like, yo, hop on this podcast. (laughs) Yeah, bro. That's crazy. That's back when, like, Apple was making, like, iPod, like, shuffles. Bro, I can't believe that iPods like used to exist. Like if you think about it now, like it's been so long since there was a need for to have it. Yeah. yeah. Like I feel like that was Apple's entire business at one point. It was just like I, I, yeah. I there was a point where it's like they make computers. I thought it was literally just like the iPod shuffle. Yeah. I mean iPod was, was big. That, and iTunes. Yeah. Remember when iTunes was the big like way to get you music? Could buy someone an itunes gift card. is itunes yeah. like, does that even exist anymore i think they've officially phased it out if not they're going to but i thought i thought they already cut the cord already Truth I, yeah, yeah. apple music is the natural like progression of itunes yeah well That's- it's unfortunate because back in 06 actually i was like i don't think i should have this much like cash on reserve like what should i invest this money into so i actually spent bought ten thousand dollars worth of itunes gift cards damn um, that, that's really yeah, sad brendan yeah so down the drain it's, it's kind of crazy that like the the need for owning speed owning music has just completely been phased out and like streaming has just completely taken over yeah, you know what? I think Where that's I... not going to be like that forever, though. Like, it's it's a phase. Um, like, we used to have – I was thinking about that just as we were talking about iTunes a few seconds ago. Like, everything was local. Like, when we switched from analog to digital, everything was local. Like, when we stopped buying or producing, mass-producing, like, CDs and vinyls, and when we stopped, like, I don't know, like – I, I don't know, relying so much on movie theaters to watch a movie, we were like, no, no, wait, hold on. You're talking about the what I was gonna say, what I, what I was going to say is that, like, when we went from analog to digital, we wanted to own everything, right? So then, like, we had a file on our, on our computer for, like, a movie that we wanted to watch. We had, like, all the MP3 files for, like, songs and shit. And then we realized, hey, like, there's the cloud technology and shit and then we went to streaming but then like what's going to be the next thing like it might be like locally saving shit again i don't think it necessarily will be because that takes so much more memory but like it might be a new version where we somehow save it like a very compressed version of it or something yeah maybe i mean it's it seems that the like with all technology, it seems the the path seems to be towards what's more what's most convenient, what's more efficient, yeah. and you know, 
like for someone like myself who listens to new music just nonstop, I'm always trying to find something new. Like Spotify and Apple Music's great because I pretty much get all the unlimited songs I could ever ask for. And for a set fee per month, I mean, it's just, that's, you can't beat that. But then imagine like, imagine um, if something happens, like if you reach a like asymptotic like limit of where internet uh, connection can grow. And then like, it doesn't get any faster than this forever. And more people keep using it and it keeps getting less, like it keeps like the same stable, like velocity then we might have to come up with a new solution because like we're streaming everything and streaming is great as long as like the internet keeps getting faster do you remember those toothbrushes where like when you brush your teeth you could hear a song in your head oh that's right do not that is the future bro brendan i was literally waiting to make that goof what the fuck (laughs) i was literally about to make that same joke holy shit I think what this the is fuck? the point where our podcast is moving the right way. <laughs> Bro, that means it's the natural evolution. Fifty uh, percent of us had the idea that that's the future, but it has to be true. Like, that's we, won't, we won't listen to music anymore. We will feel it. And and we'll have the oral be tonight. Teeth. <laughs> that's oral be about to pop off. <laughs> I mean, that shit is uh, like magic. Like. Bruh. You wouldn't even hear it if it wasn't on your teeth. It was through vibrations that you would hear it, right? Is that how that it was works? Like, I think it was like vibrations. vibrations and like the nerves in the roots of your teeth. Something like that. That's so cool. I mean, that, that very well could be like, I know like Musk, Elon Musk's always talking about Neuralink and like, mm-hmm. that could be very well what the future of like listening to music is, is just through, you know, streams straight to your body through something. Yeah, in a way, you just like a vibrator could also be a vibrator that's for music. A vibrator that comes preloaded that it vibrates to like the sound of WAP, and that's it. That song comes up every time. (laughs) As is tradition. What if if it vibrates to the tune of to the rhythm of Africa, bro? And then when it hits, when it hits that, uh, when it hits that, um, fucking. Um, key change in the end. Oh, and then it, it's the climax. Whenever a song hits a, uh, whenever a song has a key change in the end, that's the musical equivalent of a climax. I'm pretty sure. True. What would be the best, like most sexual song to put preloaded on a a, a music vibrator? Fuck. The Caillou theme song, maybe. <laughs> that's disgusting. <laughs> I think it would be something loud of, and fast. There's a lot of sexual songs. What are the most sexual songs? Oh, uh, let's get it on. Um, well, I don't. I don't Anaconda. think it's. I don't think it's as much like the content of the song as it is like the BPM and like the volume of it. You know. So any death metal song. That or like <laughs> just put on like a hundred gex or something. Just just get you. Um. But seriously, what are the most sexual songs you guys know? I think Pony, Anaconda, Let's Get It On. Hmm. The, the United States of America National Anthem. It's very climatic. That's, that's all I can think about. That's all I can listen to when I'm, when I'm getting dirty. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I just love my country. 
I wonder well, if anyone is, I wonder if anyone's ever fucked to the national anthem. Really. 100% chance. Alexander John, John F. Kennedy. That's actually little known like requirement to be president. <laughs> you have to have fucked at one point to the national anthem or else you don't love your country. It's just a fact. That's that's some awful images in my head because you said that. Depends I don't want to president. Yeah. What was the hottest president? JFK. He was hot. William Taft. I like him big. Oh yeah. <laughs> I think serious mm-hmm. answer. I think I think Kennedy take you know yeah. easily takes Clearly, that one. He's the youngest, the hottest. He's Especially at the, young, the modern age. That was that's why he got assassinated. It was like just Russia honestly, couldn't stand the thought of having such a sexy him, fucking president. Yeah, honestly, him or Obama probably. Bro, Clinton. Young Clinton. Oh, I've I've heard stories of Clinton being like an actual like sexual powerhouse. I mean, he did get some head in the Oval. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's he followed in Kennedy's legacy there. I heard he um yeah I heard he has a reputation at like Epstein Island and stuff too. That's true. Okay, never mind. Wait, really? We'll back away from different. Yeah, different. (laughs) Wait, not a good reputation. Dude, you didn't know that? Yeah, the Clintons were like tied to like the Epstein's, like straight up. Oh. Probably, yes. probably more than any other well at least Trump. yeah yeah <laughs> pretty much like our current president and the one two times three times before him yeah not not a good look yeah goes to, goes to show what uh the 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 top elite people in our country are up to yeah damn bro like what happens when you become elite like does someone just show up to you and says like you got to do all this sus shit now. And you're like, but I didn't want to, I just wanted to be like, you know, <laughs> no, no, a little no. bit wealthy and powerful. Are you sure I had to do this like suspicious stuff? And they're like, no. I think it's more along the lines. Once you have that power and that invulnerability, it allows you to do things that it kind of lets you fall into your vices. I think, unfortunately, or you can start to do what you want without consequence. Like I, Jeff Bezos is probably into some weird shit. Yeah, honestly. Oh, I mean, oh like, my God. Yeah. There is no, absolutely no sliver of chance in the world that he does not do some weird fucking well, shit. Especially considering if you look like, if you look at pictures of him from like, like 2000 when like PayPal first came out and shit, he's just mm-hmm. such a fucking dork. And then like, yeah. you look at him now, you're like, he's like on top of the world, you know, he's into some weird shit. Like, there's no way. Fuck. Like, can you imagine what the, like, if, if the millionaires of the world are into some crazy shit, can you imagine what the richest men in the history of the universe <laughs> is yeah. into? Yeah. He probably, like, bro, he could probably, like, he could enslave the, the entire human population. Bro, like, Jeff, Jeff <laughs> Bezos probably likes getting pegged. I'm just going to say it. Probably. <laughs> probably. I mean... Yeah, just gonna let that. When you're that powerful, like yeah. you, you gotta, you gotta have some port, you gotta try some part of your life where you're like just the submissive one. So, what do you guys when think Mark Zuckerberg that, is into? Uh, robots. I, I think he's asexual. <laughs> he probably he's has like alien. a alien, and he's just an alien. Yeah, he can only True. nut to like some weird Rule Thirty Four of like aliens fucking because he's like, I-, I miss home and I don't have access to my internet, so I gotta make it <laughs> with the human internet. Bro, it's really interesting now that you talked about aliens. 
I'm finishing, um, as crazy as that sounds, I'd never read Cosmos before. I'm reading it for the first time and I'm finishing it. I read yesterday a part where uh, Carl Sagan, he tells the story about how these like native people from Alaska, when they were invaded by these French um, navigators in like the 1800s or something, there's stories, oral stories, because they didn't have any like system of like writing the nice. indigenous people. There's oral story. <laughs> there's oral stories of like of of how the encounter was till this day, till like the 21st century. There's oral tales of what happened, um, even though they didn't have any writing. So that means that the analogy is, if aliens have have ever been on earth or had ever been on earth we'd have oral stories of how that happened because like the oral history of stuff is very solid it doesn't fade away as easily as one would think and the fact that there's never been in any culture in the world a story of an alien came down and like talked to me and whatever means probably that that has never happened because yeah. if it, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, well, get that. Get I, I'm, I mean, yeah, I understand what you're saying. I feel like I've heard some, like, stuff, you know, people, like, translations of, like, ancient things that were written down or whatever. Of, like, okay, I, I don't know where I'm getting at. But what I want to say is, like, they they didn't probably have, like, a concept of aliens, you know? Like, if, if any, like, ancient human or, you know, group of people might have seen an alien or something along those lines like they probably would have thought like it was a god like yeah. like the uh the aztecs or the mayans or whoever like first encountered the spaniards like when they showed up the conquistadors like oh yeah yeah you just thought they were gods yeah like yeah. They, they literally thought that, that they were gods like coming uh, from somewhere they let cortez walk straight into mexico like what was the equivalent of mexico city and like here Tenoch, you go to not i mean deity Thinking about it, they were aliens in the way that we think of aliens. In yeah, yeah. Like, they, way, yeah. they didn't even know that this other landmass with society existed on the same planet as them. And let, no, alone, yeah. let alone that, like, the other shit in the sky would, like, be out Have you never right. watched Ancient Aliens on the History Channel, Jadu? Every, you know everything on the History Channel is 100% nonfiction. So, yeah. But, um... Aliens, but uh, <laughs> but uh, the 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 analogy, or I mean, the example that he gives with the Alaskan people and the French conquistadors is that, like, equivalent is that um, they arrived in steamships, I think, and the Alaskan people had this legend for what their gods look like where their gods look like ravens and then they saw the steamship like boat and and they thought it was a huge raven so then everyone went into the woods and like was scared as shit but then one elder who was like well i'm dying anyway i'm gonna go there and like check out what, what the fuck is up and then he went to the steamship and he saw people coming out of it and his the tale that he tells of that encounter is like, well, I did think it was God. And then people came out of it and I had no fucking clue who they were. And I still thought that that was God. But then as the ship came closer, I, saw, I thought that it was a man-made thing. So then I went back to the woods. I told the people about it. And then they came out and they were like, okay. 
So I think after like a week with the conquistadors and like the Aztecs would have probably talked about how it was not God while if aliens came and at no point they looked more human I think like people would have talked about that unless like they just killed everyone who had any contact with the aliens that's also a possibility maybe I do know that like for the Aztecs like I it's been a long time I did like school reports on this like years ago and it's all coming back to me right now I I think they were for like a while oh we lost you I I, I want to say I think I think they thought they were deities for like a kind of a long time to the point where like it kind of screwed them in the end. Cause if they had realized he was, you know, the Spanish were full of crap earlier, they might've been able to drive him out. But uh, that... who knows? It's very interesting to think about. It's like, who knows, man? I like that sort of like, I was recently uh, reading about um, the uncanny Valley. And there's, like, one theory about that, which is, like, pretty heavily discounted. I don't really believe it, but it's kind of, like, crazy or interesting to think about if it were true. Is like, the reason we get so uncomfortable when we see something that, like, looks very close to human but not quite there, just a little bit off, is because that's an evolutionary thing. Because we evolved with, in the presence of some beings that were, like, trying to be like humans trying to replicate humans but like didn't didn't quite get it right so we have like a deep like instinctual fear of that kind of thing which is probably bullshit like that's probably not what it is but that's fucking insane to think i mean it's similar think about it though too that there there used to be other species of human that existed on the planet like the homo erectus which i mean there are six other species of human five of them are extinct the only one that still lives is homo sapiens us Homo erectus lived on the planet twice as long as Homo sapiens have lived on the planet. So Homo erectus was around way longer than Homo sapiens were. I mean, there's evidence that shows that like we went, we got into wars with Neanderthals and yet all these other species, they went extinct. Only Homo sapiens like lived on. Yeah, that's not true. I'm, 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 I'm Homo erectus, bro. Yeah, can we can we give a shout out to like seventh grade when you first heard Homo erectus and you thought it was the peak of comedy back then. <laughs> but we all we all also have Neanderthal DNA because we were able to interbreed with Neanderthals because we were close mm-hmm. enough to them to be able to do that. So like, yeah, like we just we just sort of starved them out and like took them out, killed them all, I guess. Bro, that's Crazy. so interesting. Like, evolutionary biology is, like, so fucking interesting. I, like, another thing that I read was about, like, the brain. And, Ben, you're going to know a lot more about this than I do. But Carl Sagan was talking about um, how, or, so basically, like, he was, he was making a lot of analogies between, like, bits of information. So, like, binary, like, yes, no, one, zero. And, like, how much information is in books. And then how much information is in like very basic like bacteria and virus like genes. And then he compared that to how much information is in our entire body, like like comprehended of our genes in every single cell and also our brain. And then he started talking about like how our brain developed and it's fuck, I forgot the names of things, but like one third of it is is the part that the reptiles 
also have, which is like instinct and family and rituals. I never fucking thought of like reptiles as having like rituals, but I guess they do. Um, and then two thirds is the prefrontal cortex, which is all like all the creativity and imagination and analytical um, skills and shit. And that's fucking what's what's amazing to me is to think of like reptiles and everything that came after them. So like amphibians, um, uh, birds, and all those things. All of them have like ritualistic, and I mean, I guess. Yeah, I, I can see them as having rituals, but it's still crazy. I, I don't know if, like, I feel like ritual might not be the, like, best word for that. Like, he, I'm sure he probably used that, but, like, when I think of ritual, I think of, like, a cultural, you know, thing. I don't want to get back into that. No, don't start it. <laughs> well, like, that's, like, a human thing. Like, ritual, I, I know what you're saying, like, a, like a pre-programmed, like, sets of behaviors, like, instinctive stuff, which, yeah, that's, like, part of, like, the underlying thing that all animals have that. That's sort of semantics, though. But, yeah, like... I mean, the reason most of aspects of, like, why people aren't perfect are that we're, you know, highly developed neocortex evolved on top of our lizard, like, lizard brain. Like, you know, the the core parts of our brain, like, you know, beneath the neocortex, all of the more instinctive shit is, like, pretty much the same, you know, system of, of uh, areas and interconnected things that, every other animal has you know that's, that's what we evolved from so like you know emotions and like you know instincts all that sort of stuff is like you know much more deeply ingrained to us and then on top of that we have thinking and stuff that we can like reason we can you know sort of control that and and you know be human so yeah and like one other further step like self-awareness and then if you want to get into how that even is time yeah do you think there's a chance that like so like when we look at an ant right you can crush an ant as a human you think nothing of it really it's just an, it is a living thing but you don't really think that it is important enough to like remain living and for you to feel bad Speak for yourself, now like I, maybe i am i just like massacred a bunch of ants that are like forming my garbage can um with some like chemical spray and i honestly it brought me joy it's so brutal maybe I'm, <laughs> Um, but like, do you think that humans are just like at a higher level of intelligence that, you know, to actually go and like murder another human, that's a whole nother thing. And then second part of this is, you know, if another, if like an alien species were to come down and like come to our planet, let's say by chance, they were to find us and like, let's say they had the technology to come to us. Are we intelligent enough that they'd recognize us as like, Hey, these aren't just like ants. Or do you think that they would just think Yeah, they would recognize that, of course, but that doesn't mean necessarily mean they would give a shit enough yeah, to yeah. not kill us all. <laughs> so, I, yeah. so the we just started, so that's also something that he brings up, is like um, among the advanced technological shit that we can do to prove that we're an advanced society, we're at the very basic level where we only started like something that signals that the earth is an event society to outer space is radio technology, radio, I forgot what it's called, radio astronomy. So like satellites and shit are, are we're sending, we're sending like a lot of radio waves out into like the universe every second. We're sending the signals of NBC's 
TV program, you know? That's all going on to the universe and shit. And that only started very recently. While, like, other civilizations with more advanced technology probably figured out, like, a lot more shit that they can do with that technology. So it'd be very hard for anyone to know that we exist just because the speed of light is very is, is limited of course it's not infinite and it's only been able to get so far into the universe because it's such a new technology as i said um so then it'd be hard for us to be recognized outside of the earth and even if like they came here and saw us they'd see like very weak like people with like very weak like structures and not very I, I don't see they see us as very powerful we're still apparently and i'm pretty sure this is carl sagan who not created the scale but like basically turned the scale into a continuous scale but it's just about how advanced your society is oh yeah like a oh, level yeah, yeah. one civilization like can harness all the energy that exists already on their planet including like fusion and uh like solar energy we're very we're, we're at low. like 0.74 i think yeah it's i think it's a little higher i think it was i think it was like 0.8 or something but yeah we are we are very early we're not at the point where we can even start going to other planets regularly and stuff like that his main point is that we the reason we are so low in the scale is that we spend a lot of unnecessary time money and effort in trying to like reduce other peoples and like try to fight each other and shit while other civilizations probably got through that, got past that, and are already, like, working together to collectively, like, survive and shit. So then it's just a, a, a sign that we're very dumb is that wars still exist. Bro, it's too bad that the Redwoods didn't get intelligence instead of us. The world would be a much better place if trees were super intelligent. <laughs> Uh, I mean, in, in Lord of the Rings, some of those trees are kind of low-key evil. So be careful what you ask for. True. <laughs> those trees are very sus. Something Wait, in the Wizard of sequoias, Oz. Aren't sequoias the biggest living, like, things in, in Large, the Earth? Yeah, like, I think largest, and then redwoods are the tallest. Oh, really? That's how that works? Yeah. Damn. Sequoias are the most thick. I knew, yeah, I, and they live like, for a long time, way longer than humans live for. Yeah, it's kind of looking it's at history. Damn. Those trees have seen a lot of shit. Like when you go look at the cross section of like a redwood or whatever, and they have it labeled by like, oh yeah, this is when Joan of Arc was alive. Damn. Yeah. Since vertigo. Bro, I just I just uh, found out the subreddit r slash amber, which is like million year old like bugs like pictures <laughs> of literal like million year old bugs in ambar it's and just it's just amber like that's the whole that's what the subreddit is called yep yeah it's pictures of million year old shit like it's like the tail of a dinosaur perfectly fucking um uh fucking conserved and shit uh, like that imagine and, imagine if someone like took you know let's say it was like a mosquito or something like that and then they just like extracted some of the blood that was like still in the perfectly preserved mosquito and like pulled mm. DNA out of that sample and like was able to basically like synthetically recreate that DNA and just take these like prehistoric creatures and like populate an entire island with them and turn it into an amusement park. 
I think. <laughs> I think that they did something like that recently, didn't they? Not with the mosquito, but like, didn't they extract a piece of DNA from something that was in amber and then like, it turns out they could make it live or something? I feel like I saw that in the news. Possibly. Oh, that'd be crazy. I, I just explained the plot of uh, Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park, yeah. But yeah, that'd be crazy. I mean, also, I, theoretically, I mean. Jeff Goldblum is super weird. Jeff Goldblum, bro. Why does that man show up in everything? Every time you like, whenever so you weird. least expect to see Jeff Goldblum, there he is. Bro, that the the moment I realized how weird he was was um, in his Hot Ones. Oh my god, he was so weird, bro. What did he say? He was so fucking weird. He's just like he he doesn't talk normal. He's like he he he's just like he can't stay in the same topic of conversation for like five minutes um and he's he talks super like i don't know he talks like a crackhead i feel and, like he kind of uh, talks like <laughs> your drunk uncle at the christmas party he's not even drunk because like no like, at least when, like the drunk uncle yeah <laughs> yeah he's he's just weird he, and he himself he has had, adapted to not need to get drunk he had everything to like be like uh, Leonardo DiCaprio or like a Brad Pitt, but no, he just chose to be weird. Ben, remember when we went to see uh, Hannibal Burris? And yep. before the show, they played scenes of uh, The Fly. Bro, I, yeah, that was very upsetting to watch. <laughs> I, I couldn't, I literally, I can never watch that movie. Just, just judging from that, it's fucking yeah. horrifying. That set was dope, though. Dude, that was... Yeah. That's, like, the... I've only seen a few stand-up comedy, like, sets, I guess. But that was definitely my favorite. That dude's the best. That was so fun. I saw Judd Apatow live once. And Dimitri I Martin. And hmm. that was, you saw that Dimitri was Martin? Nice. Yeah, at the same show. It was Dimitri Martin, Judd Apatow, and uh, this one, like brash british uh comedian bro you said Dimitri. he's so fucking good he's so good bro but his i feel brand like of comedy like his brand of comedy where like it's all clean and it's still fucking funny as hell is like yeah very hard to accomplish oh yeah very hard i went to like a um open mic comedy night one time and it was just it was honestly frustrating because like if you're not good at comedy, you just make like a lot of sex jokes and like a lot of racist yeah. jokes and like it makes people emotional. So they laugh. Um, mm-hmm. But it's like not good comedy per se. Like you're not going to go very far doing that kind of stuff. So, I mean, mm-hmm. to have something like Dimitri Martin, it's, it's pretty incredible. Yeah, it was really good. I feel like Dimitri Martin could perform for like some of the 1800s and they would still find it. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, oh, one, yeah, I, was there? You think there was stand up in the eighteen hundreds? Just like imagine that. <laughs> maybe there's like court jesters, right? What was their job? Yeah. Did they just tell jokes? Yeah, oh. I like recently heard a story of uh, there was some court jester, like I don't know when it was, long time ago, and uh, he was sentenced to death for like, like telling a joke that he shouldn't have told, pretty much. And so the king was just like, "All right." Since you've brought me so much joy over the years, I will let you choose the uh, the method of your death. They're like, you know, how how you're gonna die. And the jester said, "Old age." 
and the king. Otto is so funny that he just exiled him instead of killing him. <laughs> oh my god. Imagine being so fucking funny that you like can save your own life with with uh with your goofs. Bro, with, just by being funny. Like fucking Bro, That's a very good anecdote. Like that's something that like I should remember so that I can tell people, you know? That's one of those. Oh, nice it's like the moth joke. You can listen to this again and again and again, and you exactly. definitely forget it. Yeah. Another another little one that I always remember that always comes up for some reason is not always, but sometimes is like you know how like Spanish people like with their accent they kind of it sounds like they have a lisp basically like they say like cinco and you know <laughs> that's like completely that that's that originates from um there is a Spanish king that had a lisp that he couldn't control and like because of that like nobody can make fun of it so he just like implemented this as like the way to talk and it stuck like wow like, it, it literally comes from that like yeah that's crazy oh it's crazy to think again like with evolutionary biology and like the history of civilizations and shit the farther back you go the the like bigger the consequence of the smaller fucking shit you know like if you go back to like this like the 1200s and you tell like 15 people hey like don't pee because if you pee like you'll be worshiping the devil that probably will end the human race you know because like, <laughs> people will stop go, peeing and then like they'll and die infections because- and die well, yeah. no, if, if you just don't hey, pee, like, eventually pee. your body just lets it out. Like, you, it's impossible to just hold your pee until you die. Wait, your body lets it out? Yeah, if you hold your pee oh. long enough, you just piss yourself. It's like oh, not yeah. sleeping for long enough. Eventually, you just sleep. Bro, there's some people but, that just, like, lose the ability to sleep for whatever reason, and then they die, like, after a while. Really? Yeah. That would not be a good that way to go. That is terrifying. I think I'd rather get lit on Yeah, fire. especially because after, like, a few nights of no sleep, you, like, start hallucinating. You're, like, you just go fucking crazy until you die. Which or is crazy long. because I, I, I'm pretty sure we don't even know why that shit happens. Yeah, yeah. Like, no one knows why, like, some random people are just, like, they just can't sleep anymore. Bro, Brandon can't sleep anymore. The, one of the things that terrifies me the most in the world is Brandon's sleep schedule during college. Uh, it keeps wow, me up in my bro. It fucking terrifies me. It's like if someone showed it to me, like in a screen, like Brandon's sleeping schedule in college. It's something that I would like. Ooh, uh, scarier, scarier than midsummer. Very, a lot scarier than midsummer. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I like. Yeah, you can't. I mean, everyone needs sleep. You need at least eight hours. I, I honestly. There's people who are like, no, no, I can function off four hours of sleep. It's like, really, can you? Maybe, wish, maybe man. there's some like biological rarity that like there are people out there who need less sleep. But I think everyone's bodies. Humans. There is a very like a variance, yeah, but yeah. I don't think it's probably very, very uncommon. There's someone that can just function like every night. Like some every once in a while, like I'll not sleep very well one night, but then I'll be like kind of fine the next day. You know, mm-hmm. but there's, I don't think there's anyone that can just like, they sleep for four hours, wake up, they're good to go. Except like, and- it's like a genetic thing. It's very, I, I think it's very rare though. Yeah. I mean, as you but, get older, you need less sleep. So maybe like four hours still might be pretty low, but like, yeah. like old people, like they only really need like six hours of sleep every mm-hmm. night. Sounds can you imagine, nice. can you imagine 
what the world would look like if we didn't need to sleep. Oh like, God. if we could be functional 24 hours a day. You, 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 work a, in, you spend a third of your life being unproductive. The, yeah. the, I feel like the expectation would then be, oh, yeah, so, yeah, I worked 16 hours a day, you know, my normal shift. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah I feel like we would spend a lot of it just working. I, I hope yeah. that the trend into the future is towards less hours of work in a day and not more. <laughs> I hope. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's why we need universal basic income, right? True. I wouldn't go on that. that. I would be depressed if I was just sitting around getting money, just doing nothing all well, day. I think, I think that uh, work in the sense of like a nine to five, it would, would be nice to move away from. Work in the sense of like achievement i don't think anyone can exist without that yeah even if, yeah. Even if your achievement is like leveling up in cod like <laughs> at least you're working towards something like you're keeping yourself occupied that's true i i am a big fan of uh some jobs implement like a work week that's um just four four days of work per week 10 hour mm-hmm. days i would love that like my friend has that schedule um he, he works for like a co- uh, cable company like i think comcast but like he does he has four 10-hour work days a week and he has a three-day weekend every week that's see that's really nice amazing. I, I like that's, having that yeah. having that extra day is like fantastic yeah i think two hours longer of like a shift is way like that's a no-brainer to trade for an extra day of your weekend every yeah week. yeah or even also yeah it depends on how productive those last two hours are like yeah, if that's true if if your work is very productive for like exactly eight hours a day. Like if it just happens that for eight hours a day, you have exactly like the right amount of shit to do. But then for those last two hours, you're just like kind of like sitting there. I think, I don't know how I feel about that. Well, I think any, like any job that implements that would, you know. Yeah, true, true, true. Fill that yeah, I think I would, I think I would do like a seven to five, honestly. Yeah. If I, if I could just, I'm, a, I'm an early morning person, so. Even like maybe six to four, but yeah, having that Friday yeah. would be lovely. It's just do a way of guys, it. Do you guys think that like being a non-morning person is almost like, in, in a sense, like a disability within our society? Because whether you're a morning person or a night person is like inherently you're born with it. You can't really like train yourself to be one. Huh. But like the world is built for morning people. It's not built for night people. You know what? What's funny is that I feel like that's sort of changing now that work from home is more encouraged. Like, I imagine it's going to become a lot more accepted to be like, yeah, I'm going to work from 10 to 6 or whatever it may be. I think it's sort of shifting towards that. And trust me, as a morning person myself, there were times I really wished I was not. Like, there are some people who could stay up studying till um, 3, 4 a.m. and just crank out like an assignment last minute, super into the night. Mm-hmm. I physically could not do it. I, I wish I could. I would have to like, go to sleep and then wake up like at 5 a.m. and then do it, which, you know, made it work. But sometimes I wish I could stay up and do it that way. But I is, Brennan, you said like, you know, being a morning or a night person is like a, like built in thing. I guess I, just speaking from my experience, I never thought about it like that. Like, like, I guess I default to like, like right now I'm not working. Um, I don't start my next job till January. And so like, I'll like every night I'll just stay up till like 2 a.m. and then sleep till 10 a.m. But, like, if I have a job that, like, has a different schedule, like, I'm fine, like, you know, making myself go to bed earlier and then waking up earlier. But is that not, like, a universal thing? Or I don't know. I, I, think, I think you can overhaul, like, your natural 
you know, need to go to sleep at a certain time. Mm-hmm. But I think based on melatonin, you know, it's your circadian rhythms, your melatonin spikes at a specific time of the day. Mm-hmm. And that time that it spikes has to do with something in your genetics. Okay. Uh, you know, it's like um, you, you may not, you may just be really good at sleeping. Like you may actually be able to go to sleep without your circadian rhythm really telling you like it's time to sleep now. Okay. Well, Versus, I mean like Shane, like you say you're a morning person when, yeah. when you like don't have any responsibilities and like you just wake up and go to sleep whenever you want. Do you still find yourself going to sleep and waking up earlier in general? I would probably, you know, hours would probably shift back a little bit, but yeah, I wouldn't, I probably wouldn't stay up much later past like 12. Okay. Unless I really needed to, for some reason, like I'd probably do like a 12 and then wake up around eight type thing. If, like even like when I have opportunities to like sleep and I'm like, ah, I don't have anything planned tomorrow. Time to, you know, get a really nice full rest of sleep. I'll wake up still at 730. I'm like, oh, damn it. You know, <laughs> like really, I'm still, but so it's just, I've also been like in like high school, I went to like, I started really early and even like younger when I was when I was little, I always woke up early. So it's just always been a thing for whatever reason. Huh. I don't know why. Never thought about that. I, yeah, I had a lot of trouble getting up in high school. <laughs> every, <laughs> every morning would end up with my dad yelling at me and my sister. Oh my gosh. I actually, I had it, I had a zero period, like an early, early period every year of high school. So like I woke up like at 545 all four years, pretty much. Jesus. Was that you willingly wow. did that? Well, if not, then I was late to school and I wouldn't be good. Well, I mean, was you willingly you willing had like a zero period? Yeah, uh, mixed reasons. Either for classes I want to take or because I was like, they had a little engineering group in my high school that you could be a part of. It, it added one extra class per year. So like I had to still fill in all my other classes in the meantime. And I was, I was also in music, which added another class every year. So I had about as thick of a schedule as you possibly could. So I had to fit them somewhere. And what two sports three sports um oh yeah and then sports all all year for the most part wait were you a band I was a, kid shane oh i was a band kid yeah what the percussion fuck? i had no yeah, idea yeah. wow that's where that that's where that comes from okay yeah i don't know why i just i couldn't picture that <laughs> um i mean i was like i was like a 75 percent a band kid I, I was not in marching band no i was uh, so you gotta like, meet you gotta meet thomas yeah, now Thomas is a little bit more of a, a band kid than me because he did the whole marching band thing, and that's where a lot of those connections are made. Um, but cross country was the same time, so uh, you know I was running out there, and they were marching, and honestly, probably both were exhausting in different ways. It was fun. I, jazz band was the one I really, really enjoyed mm. on the drum set. That was so much fun. Bro, I was never able to join our jazz band because there was one spot for a bass player, and there's already oh. this kid who was like the bass player for my grade. I hated, you know, I hated that guy. <laughs> so, <laughs> I was like, and fuck this kid. <laughs> really? And they had two. Yeah, they just, they, 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 it was like, yeah, and drummers, same thing. There was like normally two or three, and they just, you know, you, you'd rotate and pick a song. I could enjoy it. You could always apply to be the harp. You, you could always apply <laughs> to, be the, to be the great harp player. <laughs> yeah, the harpist. Bro, I, I literally, like, I had such, like, a grudge against that kid. For, he was a nice guy, like, for no yeah, reason yeah. other than, like, oh, like, he's the bass guy, and, like, because he is, <laughs> like, I can't play bass at my school. <laughs> I imagine, like, like, Sam's the bass player. I'm, like, I'm the bass player, too. <laughs> I imagine walking up to you, it's, like, hi, Ben. You're, like, shut up. <laughs> Sam. I wonder why Ben doesn't like me. <laughs> also, just 
just to Brandon's point, um, I don't know if your question was more about success, about like if if morning people are more um, geared towards success because of how the world works or not. But if it is in terms of success, I would say not necessarily just because like success um, sometimes is more related also to like how mm-hmm. how much uh, people want to rebel against something and do something different. So then I would assume that like people who are not comfortable with like the regular kind of like work day would be more um, susceptible to like coming up with a better idea for like, Hey, I want to own my own business or like, Hey, I want to do this different. So like that could be be a thing. Not necessarily. It is a thing. I don't, I don't know. Like, I don't know if there's studies about that or not, but so what I'm saying is when it comes to success, I wouldn't necessarily say that uh, morning people have a leg up, but when it comes to like happiness and like, not having like depression anxiety or anything like that i think probably because like if you if if waking up super early is not a problem for you then i think like you're probably gonna have an easier time in like school and work mm-hmm. and those take up like i don't know 90 percent of your life and that's kind of what i was uh trying to compare it to is rather than success but just to, like societal norms right like getting up for school as a kid, uh, going to work as an adult, going to church on Sundays, stuff like that. It's kind of built yeah. for the morning person. Yeah. Which is so, like, it's also so dumb in a way because, like, uh, people, like, the, the reason we have, we have these traditions that happen super early in the morning is because those traditions happen since before um, – like electricity right so then like the people like the farm the farm people and like the people who like like had i don't know whatever they lived in farms so they woke up at sunrise so that's why fucking church was at summer or like super early or whatever so then we could have we have we we have had time to adapt but i guess we're super traditional as a species i mean if if high school was from noon to eight and recess was at sunset, like that sounds perfect in my mind. I don't know if a morning person, well, a morning person, they may or may not agree with that, but. Yeah. Um, Shane kind of looks like Fesco from Euphoria. Bro, did you like see very the, tiny. Did you see the new episode that came out? I started watching it. I saw half of it. It's good though. It's a therapy session. Yeah, exactly. Is the whole episode a therapy session? It's just one dialogue. Really? It's like yeah. It's like um, it's like before the before trilogy. Have you still not seen that, Brandon? I've seen the one that we watched with the record player scene. Record player. Before sunset, yeah. I mean, we have to have seen the first one. I don't remember. Remember, remember, remember when they are in the listening booth at the record store? Oh, and, yeah, and they move their eyes. Yeah, a lot. that's such a yeah, good, that's like, good. If yeah. it, I feel like if you're in like film school and you want to learn how like you can use a character's 
uh, glance in order to like empower your film and like take it a step up. Like that's a clinical scene right there. Like that whole scene, the camera doesn't move. No words are spoken. Like no actions are taken. The only actions that happen in that scene are with the character's eyes and it tells a whole story. Yeah. Also, isn't, isn't, doesn't Amadeus have a really good eye scene? Oh, I think so. Um, yeah. Are you thinking about the scene where he's like on the harpsichord and they're all just kind of like looking around? Or, yeah, I think. I think true. so. I, I never think I know what scene you're talking about. I haven't seen the whole movie, but I think I know that scene. I it's probably saw a video movie. essay about it. Bro, Fezco yeah. looks like uh, Mac Miller. Yeah. Therefore, Shane looks like Mac Miller. If A equals B, B equals C. I look like a just lot of people, little, apparently. Just a little skinnier face. <laughs> and a more happy face, too. Bro, last like week, between, between Friday and Saturday, I saw, I saw Godfather 3, Magnolia, and and uh, Mad Max Fury uh, Road. Which one was your favorite? Um, Godfather, so good. The third one though? Uh, the third yeah. one is kind of like accepted as the worst. Oh no, the first one was definitely the one I liked the least. Interesting. Really? The second one is the best, but then the third one is like still good. I, say, I, haven't seen the I like the ending. But... Oh, you're missing out. The second one's so good. Um, what did you think of Magnolia? Okay, so with with very controversial slash like weird movies, I tend to change opinions like after a day. Like, so then when I first watched it, I was like, "Oh, I like this," but then I thought about it for like a day, and now I don't like it anymore. I think it's kind of mm. like half baked. Like, like his, like, um, there will be blood and phantom thread are way better. Yeah. PTA is, it's so hard to watch his films, but they're so good. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. It's like, That's a it's good like description. you know they're good, but you're just like, why? It's very challenging. This still. Yeah. Yeah. Like punch drunk love. Oh, it's very hard. That's it's the one very challenging. Yeah, pretty sure. If you can get through, I uh, get this. We were talking about sleep earlier and like not sleeping. Yeah. If you could marathon through every single Paul Thomas Anderson movie, yeah, without falling asleep, then there's something wrong with you. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> that's, that's gotta crazy. be. I mean, I he has more than twelve movies, right? Oh. I I don't, I don't oh. Really oh. Wow. Listeners, there is a cat. There, there is Jesse. cat. It's not Jesse, though. It is not. There is cat. Cat, not Jess. Yes. Hey, put your get your butthole off the camera. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Jenna, oh, he's Jenna's, sitting on your chair. Jenna's the star of the show now. What do you have to say? Hey. <laughs> Ask is it is it her? Yeah, it's yeah. her. All caramel cats are are, are females, right? No, <laughs> calicos. So. Calicos are all female. Oh, huh. what's calico? That's like a. 
this mixed with black and white. So like her, but also with black, if you've seen that. Yeah, I think so. But yeah. no, I, so I've, known plenty, every, I've known plenty every of three orange cats that are guys. Uh, Garfield. Well, orange. Isn't there a thing? Oh, yeah. I think. Oh, she's eating my headphones. Okay. Every three color cat is female then. I think that's a rule. I'm not, yeah, maybe. Huh? I think. I didn't realize the color, it was, the color was so dependent on the sex of the cat. It's interesting. I think so. Oh, gosh. Well, yeah, thanks for watching. I mean, listening. Well, no one's watching. Thanks for listening, <laughs> everyone. If you, can, if you can watch the hound, call me. My number is 911. <laughs> uh, I'm always available. <laughs> And uh, I look forward to speaking with you. Hey, the NSA is watching, so someone's watching. Oh, they're always watching. It's kind of comforting. Hi, George. I don't know. That seems like a name. Okay, before we stop, maybe never mind, everyone. All right. So we'll never know what that was. My name is Shane, and I don't know. Nothing clever today. My name is Brendan. And the aliens we were talking about before, it's actually me. So, uh, yeah, tune in next week. I knew there was something off about you. Ben? Oh, I, I mean, I name, could also talk. My name is Ben, and uh, never uh, – Jeff Bezos, DM me. I need to know if you're into pegging or not. Anyways, <laughs> okay. you do, and um, I, I put out those monoliths. Oh! <laughs> I knew it. You can't stay here. You can't stay here. You can't stay here. You can't stay here. Your body is a. Bro, Ben, remember what you said? I know who wants to take me home. Slow patrol? Slow patrol? Oh, shit. Can we just lay no, here and just forget the world? If we just lay here, oh, that's a good one, dude. If we just do you remember when Ben said your body is a wonder wall? Lie with me just forget the world. You said your body's a wonder wall? Did I say that? Yes! When? Your body. You What's said... that song by Jimmy Eat World? <laughs> your you know, body's a wonder wall. No, no. And it takes some time to make a little Sometimes to make a little We'll be alright. Everything will be alright. Everything will be alright. It just takes some time. Okay.